Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive? She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. Is the water on this planet? What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew? What's up, everyone? Welcome to Screen Smash. I'm your host, Dan Morris. That's a throwback to old school podcast, Dan. Welcome to Screen Smash, Couch Soup's one and only video game podcast, where you can watch us every Friday talking about video games on Couch Soup YouTube. Joining me this evening, I have Jake the Noise Brown. What? The noise? What the heck is the noise? <laughs> Bring the noise! Bring the noise! Bring the funk! <laughs> the brown noise. <laughs> oh! Nice. There you go. <laughs> also with us, we have Ian, the hype man, Mick Portland. Whoop, whoop! And last but not least, Nick from... South Africa, McKay. <laughs> nice. Uh, was that was that like a dramatic pause or? <laughs> exactly. That's a great nickname, as well, Nick. <laughs> trying to hide that that side of myself. It's Nick. So. Damn it. From South Africa. <laughs> Damn it. Right, Shatner. Hi. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's Nick. Anyways, tonight we're talking about Spider-Man Two. We have all played Spider-Man 2, I believe. I we played Spider-Man 2. Nice. Right? That's Spider-Man. Yeah. Played it yet? That's the one. That's the I'm one. ready. I pull out the, like, the movie <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Wait, we all played the wrong Spider-Man 2. You tell me you didn't yeah, play this one? <laughs> we are here this evening to discuss this amazing, the hyped game. Because a lot of people are very hyped for this game. We're very hyped for this game. Uh, but now we've had it in our hands for a couple of weeks. Uh, we've given it some time to really like let it breathe, let it rest, let the juices soak in. Some of us have the platinum, even. Yeah, some I didn't quite get us. there. I was trying, but I didn't quite. <laughs> we'll get into that. Some of us got the platinum. Actually, some of us got the platinum. 
So tonight's all about Spider-Man 2. If you've not played the game and you don't want spoilers, we will be getting into spoiler territory, but we're going to start with some clean, unspoilerly first impressions. Spoilerly. Spoilerly. Spoilerly or not mm. spoilerly? Not spoilerly. Spoilerly or not to spoilerly. So we can say things. It's spoilery. We can say things. <laughs> we can say things. We're gonna things. say things. We can say All things. Other things. things. Ian, tell us about your unspoilerly first impressions of Spider-Man Two. Yeah, I really liked it. Really liked it, and uh, I thought it was better than the the uh, uh, Spider-Man eight twenty eighteen. Yeah, I I think it was really it was better. It had better overall um, variety and and stuff to do. It was a, a more um, gratifying experience overall. There are still things that are not not quite right with it, um, we, but it was really good. I really enjoyed it, and that's anything that bad that I say is not going to detract from how much I enjoyed the game. But I am British, so I'm going to be very negative in some places. You shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Why don't you take us to the next level, Nick? Yeah, well, my first impressions without diving into spoiler territory just yet is immediately from like the beginning of the game, you can see that the production value of the game is super, super high. It very much felt like like the first game to me very much felt like it was set up in the way that like uh, like a superhero movie would be where there's like rising stakes and there's a, a very specific final like bad guy or antagonist. Um, so that in terms of like the cutscenes and the performances and everything, it felt really, really high value, which was, um, which was awesome to see. Um, I really, really liked the focus on the stories of the two characters mainly. I think that like first impression, like right off the bat, it sets up Peter and Miles' story so well. Peter and Miles' stories in this game are so potent. They're so poignant is, is the word I was looking for there, but they're so powerful. It's one thing I said in my review is like you're coming to the game for the Black Symbiote suit storyline with Peter, but you're absolutely staying for Miles' story um, and the two of them sort of together. So I just, that's, that was the big, my first impression was that it's like, this is huge in terms of its production value. And they nailed the story. Absolutely. From, from the first minute till the last one, then they nailed it on like the story is just phenomenal. Ooh. Man, did I hate Spider-Man. <laughs> I want Spider-Man. <laughs> ah, I want this because I hate him. Um, <laughs> no, man. Dude, like, all I have to say is, like, we are back. Oh, my God, dude. The long wait for this game. But, like, freaking five years, man. And it's, like, it's what everybody's saying. It's, it's true. But, like, it's overused, but it's very true. Spider-Man 2 is bigger, badder, and better than the original by far uh the story still managed to like surprise me in certain parts even though like most of us like here have such a rich like history like we know a lot about the character and its universe i was actually like pretty happy that there were still some things i go oh man like i i didn't really know about this that blah 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 but man the feels that i got suiting up again like five years later playing that intro swinging through the city with redacted 
stuff happening, you know. <laughs> uh, I got, you know, I got redacted doing redacted thing. Um, <laughs> whip out my redacted. <laughs> the redacted. Then you're redacting all over the city. Hearing mm-hmm. that banger of a soundtrack. Oh man, like I, like all seriousness, like it, it literally like. It, it brought tears to my eyes because I was just like, oh my God, like I, I, I call it feels for it. And like, I, I was kind of scared at first that playing as much as I did of the first one, that jumping right back into this, like into the second one, I wouldn't feel as great as I did the first time around, but I'm happy I didn't feel that. I'm happy I found a new love for it. My unspoilerly impressions of Spider-Man 2, as if someone walked in and said, tell me all about this game, but don't spoil it, damn it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know anything. So, Spider-Man 2, I think, was a phenomenal game. I very much enjoyed it. But I also had some issues. You're not alone, Ian. I had some problems. I had some uh, setbacks. It still was an incredible experience. I still really enjoyed my time. Um, but I have some issues. Uh, there's definitely a lot of improvements over 2018. And I think it does uh, a lot for the game that takes... There's a lot of monotony for me in the first game with the, all the collectibles and stuff, but I feel like the the new game is a lot better on that, and that was one of the things I was most worried about Spider-Man 2. But the story is incredible. Uh, there are certain redacted situations that <laughs> I can't wait to get into here yeah. soon that I were personal favorites of uh, any gaming experience I've ever had, probably ever. Uh, so that stands real tall in my mind. Uh, there was a few other bits that it's like, what the frack are they even doing right now? But also they kind of make up for it with the other stuff. So ultimately I'm pretty happy, but uh, yeah, I don't think it's perfect by any means. So that being said, we're going to move on to the amazing and not so spectacular. So now the spoiler Free veil is lifted. This is your warning. Rip the spoiler yes. veil off. Because now it's time. And so let's go ahead and jump into it. Tell us a little bit of what you found to be amazing, but also maybe not so amazing. So the the, the first mission, now I'm gonna say it, was amazing and also not amazing whatsoever. So what? the what I, I, like Sandman is the, the the big baddie in the in the in the first mission, which is really great. Um, that it gets to show off some new new like physics with particle physics in in the sand people. There's a Star Wars reference. Sorry. Um, <laughs> And it gets to show off like how you can kill some people with real life like things like water and electricity because you know in heat it gets turned into glass. It's really good. Um, but I really hate <laughs> I really hate the aerial missions, and that was most of the first first boss, not the little um, fighting rooms with this with the little sand people, but like. The most of the first boss was a was an aerial mission, and I, I really don't like that. Um, but that that was that was the, that was good and bad that mission. The overall side missions were really good. 
there were, there's a lot of good stuff with the the flame missions and and mm. um yuri that that i really love that mission um jake what were you doing who's doing this i was, no, I was just i was doing <laughs> i was doing oh you were doing the flame oh yeah okay. <laughs> he was doing the pantomime yeah. <laughs> not spirit fingers flame. 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 I really liked the the mild missions, which made him part of the community, your friendly neighborhood Spider Man, as it were, was. Um, but some of those side missions also were terrible. Um, the the EMF missions, Ooh. the ooh more fluff missions, um, were painstakingly. I didn't want to complete them, but because of that platinum, I did. I, there was a, a still a little bit of monotony of the ones that I didn't want to do. Um, the, I, the, the, the symbiote nests at the end, I, I left um, for quite a long Those time. I just, I, I, it wasn't even that. I just couldn't be bothered doing them. It's, <laughs> we can get into MJ missions if you want. I, 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 I like the MJ missions. I don't know. If I was going to say, don't <laughs> say they're bad because they are so good. I like the MJ. They're missions. so bad. They are good. So good. Yeah. She's so, so bad. It's so good. She's solid so MJ. Bad. You know, it's good. Dude, it, the MJ missions in the first game were so like monotonous and boring. The MJ missions when, in the first game were terrible. They were terrible. When you get when the camera goes behind her, and I was like, oh, there's more MJ missions in this game. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is gonna suck ass. But they are so good in this one. <laughs> At least they gave her a gun. <laughs> She's that's, way too OP, but they are so much better. The, the stealth works better. The fact you can run. Oh, dude, so yes. much more fun. The fact that you can get MJ, caught dude. and it doesn't go, oh, oh shoot yeah. her. Oh. Yeah. Game over. Like, <laughs> exactly. Oh, there she is. Shoot her. And it's like, nah, I got a stun gun. She felt badass, dude. Like, when oh, she my. gets hit for the first time and it, it shows you that she can get hit, she, like, takes yeah. an arrow to the shoulder like a champ. Yeah. I got plot. She straight up drummed the yeah, MJ. <laughs> she was a little Lara Croft. Mm. <laughs> that was awesome. If I had to say anything about the MJ missions, they are way funner than the MJ missions of Spider-Man 1. They are like actually enjoyable to do. My biggest beef was just how ridiculously overpowered she was, where you're like one-shotting, mm. two-shotting like the, the hunter soldiers, yeah. and then it'll transition back to Miles or Peter, and you have to beat the ever-living... <laughs> Cracking snot out of those them. guys, yeah. and I was like, "MJ, give me your damn taser." <laughs> Take it right? especially at the end, especially at the end where she starts taking out the symbiotes in like one or two yeah. shots. Yeah, she was destroying them symbiotes. As much as I enjoyed like the ending, like how they wrapped up with like the story and everything, like I, I kind of was a little disappointed that they introduced like more than just Venom as the symbiotes. I was like, man, like I felt like it low key kind of took away the spotlight from him. But it, it definitely mm. it was fun. Some of the the set pieces that lined up, such as uh, I cannot say redacted anymore. It's yeah. uh, I <laughs> how how we got to see Scream, yeah, that yeah. Was MJ, and I was like, what the heck? I did I did not see that coming. Yeah, that part was really <laughs> cool. I, I think that I was my favorite. Was, holy fight. cow! That was that was my favorite fight of the whole game. Yeah. I think. I mean, the, the Venom boss fight, the final boss fight is, is dope as hell. And I love how you get to do it with Peter and then as a, a part with Miles. 
But that fight with MJ was so good. Like Yuri, Yuri Lowenthal's performance during that fight, because he's just saying like, I'm so mm -hmm. sorry. Like I took you for granted. And like they're having this whole like couples therapy during the fight. During the fight. And I was thinking like, oh, this is going to get annoying during the fight. But then I'm like, damn, that was powerful. Oh, that was powerful. And it was those, just like, the, it was beautifully done. Those moments I, of MJ like calling Peter out. Can I too longer so I can hear this? That's what I did. That's what I did. I stopped like trying to defeat the boss. I was like, I want to make sure I've heard every voice line mm -hmm. before I kick her ass. <laughs> so, keep talking, MJ. Keep talking. Keep I'm talk a it's like whenever, it's like whenever, the, whenever the podcasts, whenever the podcasts are going, like I would immediately just stop and be like, cool, the city can burn. I need to finish listening to this podcast because yeah, I hate when the podcast just yeah. stops when you're trying to do something. <laughs> so I just sit there, listen to Jonah just going crazy. I'd be like, yeah, bro. Tell right. him. Tell him Triple J. Preach, Jonah. <laughs> oh, God. No, the, the MJ sections were great. Uh, I'm glad that they, they yeah. listened to fans and they, they addressed that. The MJ fight was great. And just, you we're, get to we're beat just, the shit we're out just of MJ. We're now. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the missions in Spidey 1. Bam. <laughs> Low-key, that MJ, MJ oh. finding Peter in the, in the tunnels that that weird little section which was almost Ooh. bordered on horror mm -hmm. was so powerful i i i was just saying like close to horror in that part yeah i'm like oh my god this is great <laughs> the only disappointment one of the disappointments i have in this game is how after you beat the story you can't go back to aunt may's house you can go back to it but you can't go in it mm -hmm. i didn't try that i so. felt that i felt that in like all three games really it's like I would have liked in the first game if you could go to Peter's apartment and just yeah. like step just in look. there and look mm -hmm. around. I don't have to be able to do anything, but I just want to be able to go in. Mm -hmm. And like in this game, to be able to go back to Aunt May's house, just maybe walk around because it is a playable yeah. area. You do yeah. play with it pretty early in the and game. And then to to be able to go back to Miles' house and just like walk around his apartment, you know, mm -hmm. maybe some little side activities <laughs> in those places would have been cool. Both the all right, real quick. <laughs> Throwing some salt at both Peter and Miles, like, come on, man! Like, you're a superhero. People find out your identity. They're going for people mm. you love. They just have their costumes and stuff just laying out like it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go to you go to freaking Peter's house. Um, you go to his room. He just got his suit just like thrown over a dresser. His mask is on the table, and it just it cracked me up because the scene where uh, you leave the house and MJ screams and he's like, "Oh, MJ!" He, like opens the door and it was Harry. And so they start talking. He's like, do you want to come inside for a bit? I was like, you idiot. I was like, half your stuff's just like laid out. <laughs> and I was like, Miles isn't any better. Uh, Miles has a freaking like mannequin of like his With suit and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm, having, I'm having this guy I like over, you know. Yeah, but uh, every one of Miles' friends and family know that he's yeah. Spider-Man, apparently. Yeah, like the whole of Harlem does, yeah. Yeah, like all of Brooklyn knows. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much everybody knows. <laughs> oh. God, another thing I really loved, I mean, because like I know we've been touching on like the story and whatnot, and like we can probably all agree with like all the aspects of like first level was freaking sweet. Uh, the MJ yeah. missions were better, symbiote venom, odd freaking sweet. Uh, something I never got to do in the first game, which I dabbled with more in this one, and I fell in love with it was the photo mode. And oh my god, mm. like how, how gorgeous you can make those pictures and the fact that they have like poses and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they make for some awesome shots. The, uh, I went back to the first one and like looked at their photo mode and I was like, God, dude, this is miles better than the first game. The only thing 
Miles. <laughs> Miles. <laughs> the only the only thing I I'm shocked they didn't add, which I didn't I didn't realize it until I came across it while looking on the internet. They don't have the selfie option. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, that was the first oh, thing man. I did in the first game was like go on top of like the tallest building and then do the selfie like. Like what up, down. Avengers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the filters, and they had a lot of cool filters in the first game too. Because like there's like the old school like retro game filters that make uh-huh. it look like Game Boy, NES, Super Nintendo. I'm like, this is fucking legit. Like, how did they manage to pull that off? My favorite one's the uh, the meanwhile in New York, just chilling on the bottom. You just have like the funniest looking yeah. picture. <laughs> Like in somebody in the face, meanwhile in New York. <laughs> photo modes are becoming so much fun. Like there's there's a lot of games that have photo modes now, but like they they seem to keep upping the ante every new game. Like I remember getting the photo mode for Horizon Forbidden West, and that had like all the lens options of like changing your aperture and focus length and things like that. And then like games started to do that more. So like Spider-Man 2 is a little bit more simplistic, but you can still do those things where you can change the like the FOV. And you can like zoom in like super close and then just blow everything out in the background. And that's like always going to look super, super cool. And then you get like a fisheye lens while going through Times Square. Like the like you said, the photo mode is actually just so much fun to play around with. <laughs> I am happy the cat, the bodega cat on Miles' back is back. Yes. I was going to say, speaking of amazing, I wanted to shout out the bodega cats. The battling bodega cats. That, that was one of the first things I found in that game and did was just find these bodega cats because it was one of the photo ops and then i realized that they were saying some pretty funny stuff and then it started to click with me that their voices sounded really familiar and i'm like hold on and i just sat there literally like the morning i started playing spider-man i spent like three hours just standing there in front of those cats and listening to them talk to each other and like the initially like i took the photo op i listened to some dialogue and then i was like like this, like about to zip away. And then there was a line that one of the Bodega cats said that I'm like, wait a minute. That sounded like Alan Tudyk. So I stopped and I'm like, are you Alan Tudyk? That screech in his voice when he yells. Like that. I was like, hold on. And so I'm sitting there and I'm listening, I'm listening. And then like the dialogue gets better and better and better. And I'm like, I'm just dying laughing, listening to these two cats talk to each other. And then it clicked with me that the other voice was Nathan Fillion. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> absolutely. That's, I know I know that's who they are. So I spent like my first three hours in that game just listening to those two cats talk to each other. After I, plan- uh, after I platinum it, I went back and I was like, I was trying to find it. I was just like, where are they? <laughs> so I'm just exploring. I eventually found them. And I was like, I was originally about to go to bed in like 20 minutes. And that 20 minutes turned into like an hour and a half because I was just listening to them. I was like, this is gold, man. Yeah, they just never stop. They just keep talking. No. And yeah. I love how like when they yell, the pedestrians around them, like they actually run like Alan Tudyk. <laughs> when he's like, hey, lady, you're like they run like, oh, yeah, I love that. No one didn't like, run near as fast. Well, that dying was... from there. Like, hey, lady, come get some sales. <laughs> like, ah. Oh man, all those lines just sounded like completely improvised too. But I don't, I don't, I don't think they were completely improvised. But still, they're just they're gold, like you said. I love them. No, because they definitely change after after certain missions as well. So like, I went back after the really? lizard chase from the from the trailer, and they said something about lizard chase, and then I went back after the the end game, and they 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 did their whole bit. Uh, then I don't want to spoil it. I, it's a spoiler cast, and I really don't want to spoil it for people who haven't 
found what yeah. what happens at the yeah. end of the, of the wow. game to the two bodega. They both that. both bodega bodega cats have a full story arc, in, and they're they're not really even named, you know. <laughs> yeah. They have full story arcs from the very start when when you take the picture, and then to the to the very end, you know, you, you see them grow over time. You see what happens to them. It's it's so good. The same thing can happen. Uh, I saw a video with uh, Uncle Ben, Aunt May, and uh, Jefferson mm. Davis. Their gravestones, like when you talk mm. to them, at certain point, points in the story, there is different dialogue. Mm. I was like, Ooh, yeah, I watched the I watched the YouTube video about uh, how those change or or the different voice lines. And Peter's uh, the Peter's ones are, are more interesting mm-hmm. uh, because he talks like when you get the symbiote suit on, and I think it's like towards. Like after you've had the suit on for a little while, he goes up to on man and uncle Ben's graves. And he kind of says like, yeah, I can, I can protect everyone now with this suit yeah, kind of thing. And it's like, it's kind of <laughs> chilling when you think about those things. And like, he also with Peter, if you go to Jefferson Davis's grave after you finish the game, when he kind of entrusts miles to sort of protect the city solo, he goes to uh, Jefferson Davis's graves and he says, I like, got a good son there, Jeff. Mm-hmm. And it's like a cool little, a cool little moment. That's the one I saw because yeah. I went. I only went to the groups. I think Same. after I finished the game. But uh, I've actually, I've actually replayed the game again and just, uh, just mainlined the story. And I, I went and checked out those little grave interactions, and it's quite cool. That that little attention to detail is quite good. It's great. So good. Now I want to say what I think is probably the coolest thing in this entire game. At least correct me if you guys feel different or fight me on this. I think Venom. And the short segment that you get to play as Venom is the shining pinnacle of what makes this game amazing. I think it's the best part in the entire game. That's what dreams are I made would, of right there. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's like the best part of the game, but it, it absolutely is a highlight. Uh, it, it definitely was up there. Like, I, I really... Uh, I know they're working on it. I know at some point there will be a new game plus. There will be a mission replay, hopefully. But that was such a missed opportunity, man. Mm. Like that should have launched with it because it's like you're yeah. gonna tell me you beat the game and you don't want to go back and play that ten minutes of the character that everybody's been wanting to be. I actually, I actually made a, a manual so my second way through. I made a manual save just before the venom venom part so I can awesome. like keep replaying it. <laughs> and I also saw that there's okay. that glitch where you can get out into the open world with venom. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to you have to like get to one of the walls when you're in uh, Times Square and you just like try and hack it. You just keep jumping up this wall. And eventually <laughs> I got out and I started running around with Venom. You can't do anything and nobody interacts with you and stuff, but it's cool just to kind of like mm-hmm. run around with the big guy. Mm-hmm. I also saw a video where you can find uh, a bicycle <laughs> in the world and you can like ride a bicycle. You can ride a bicycle with Venom and it's not big like Venom, man. obviously his body is massive. So it's not tailored to his size. So his arms are like way higher than the handlebars. But it looks so cute, like this big guy. Going, That's probably <laughs> the only like really good great. use of that, that bicycle in that whole game. Though, to be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, yeah, to be uh, fair, that when you first use the bicycle with Peter and Harry, that was a cool little moment. I was like, I, yeah, the right I, garbage. Yeah. yeah. I think that was <laughs> honestly outside of the first level. I yeah. think that might have been like one of the like biggest highlights in the game, in my opinion, is that whole sneaking into the school. Yeah, like the the um the yeah flashbacks. Yeah, those flashbacks, flashbacks were great. Yeah, I was like, dude, I was like, they nailed freaking young Peter with that. 
Like you can say what you Absolutely. want about PS4 face, PS5 face. Like young Peter yeah. though, like they nailed that. So God, like that haircut, that's the freaking little <laughs> Yeah, oh. dude, the haircut, everything. It looks so great. Nerdy kid. So good. I was like, man, it's just like little Easter eggs in there. It's like, oh Flash did this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh mm. man, I know Flash. Flash is the dude. <laughs> the the dude. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Was... So I mean, Dan <laughs> saying like like Venom is your favorite part or like the highlight of the game for you. Like I maybe in terms of the story sure but i i have to say like my favorite part of this game is how they absolutely nailed the traversal the web swinging the web wings they absolutely nailed it my favorite part of it is that there's such a massive focus on like the sense of speed now to the 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 extent where you can see like i don't know what they would call it like air streams from like their hands yeah. and feet when you're going yeah, like yeah. super fast mm-hmm. And the ability to do like that loop to do where you go like all the way around like that thing's super cool and the slingshot i was so upset that the slingshot wasn't in the first two games because it like you'd see it in like oh, yeah. the movies and they would like you know like work webs and then mm-hmm. just like pull back and then launch themselves the fact that that was in this game i saw that in the in the, the playstation showcase in that gameplay trailer and mm-hmm. i was like oh, i'm so excited yeah i just want to do that all day have improved upon what was already one of the best traversal mechanics of a spider-man game and like you can't deny and like i remember when we did the preview episode we were talking about like how's the web wings gonna work into it but it actually worked incredibly well and i'm like i kind of like love the web wings to the point where like i feel like if i don't have them i'm gonna feel cheated now (laughs) because they make it so much easier to get around the city quickly when you don't want to fast travel and then they have the air streams that you can sip slip into zip around travels in this game like i I, honestly (laughs) i i once you unlock, you have to unlock the fast travel <laughs> in the each area, and then I, I've never used fast travel. I have no idea what it does when you do use fast travel. I don't know where you can fast travel to in the district. I have no idea because I've never used it. Because why would you ever use it when you can swing and fucking web sling, uh, web sling and web wing all around everywhere? It may take a bit the longer. Only- but who gives a shit? I'm, it's the best part of the game. I, I am I am a hundred percent I am 100% in the same school. The only time I ever used fast travel was when I was going for that fucking saw trophy. We have to oh. web wing from the financial district all the way up to Astoria, and it's like the longest journey. And there's like a very specific way that you have to do this. Best time. And I didn't know that specific way. So I was like, dude, I've been trying this for the last three hours and jake's like oh no you just go this way and this way like it's super easy and i was like i did it first try when i tried jake's method and i was like i was sweating bullets reading when you were like i was having trouble i was like i still need to get that one i was like oh no and like i did it first try and i was like dude that's the only time i used fast travel i was like i kept going like halfway to a story and then i'd fast travel back and just like oh I but had an no, issue with that too, where I never did that. I did the the sore like tr- I I went to the financial district. I got into a slipstream. I got across the river. I got into Astoria, and I'm like, ah, nothing happened. And I was like, uh, wait. I'm like, do I need to land? So I I landed, nothing. And I'm like, okay. So I went back to a store or a financial district, and then I did it again, and then I got the trophy, and I was like, I did the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, I'm actually yeah. glad that I got like Ian like really heated about like who the fuck uses fast travel. <laughs> I, I I use it a lot actually. No, I I don't know if you've seen. I, I think I've sent you guys a video, but I don't know if you've seen where you can get out of the map by getting hit by yeah. the train on the north part of the map. Mm-hmm. I have fast traveled my way up there, so that way I don't have to do it. 
but uh it knocks you out of the map and you could just like go around like uh i go to the east side of the map and it's like filled with a bunch of people and it's it's so funny because half of them are sticking in the ground and like there's cars going on walls and then like when they go on walls the tires just spaz out and they like flip off of it and then they come back into it i was like oh my god this is so awesome <laughs> i was like this is just bait for all the people who don't like playstation and spider-man to and go oh like, my god look, this is it how bad this game is and all honestly like i that game does have quite a bit of bugs, but mm. it's it was none enough to like take me out of the experience of liking the game. I had I, some I, issues with QB. some of the uh, boss fights where it was bugging on me and it was causing me to struggle on some of the boss fights. That, yeah. Like I've had to restart a few sequences because it wouldn't progress. I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah, I had it where it locked on me once, where I came out of a cutscene, I think, and I couldn't do anything, and I was like, uh, "And I had to like restart last checkpoint." And I'm like, please work, please work, please work. Yeah. <laughs> and it like it it re put me back where I was, and I think it locked again. And I had to, I reloaded it a second time, but then it worked after that. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> like, oh. Mm. Uh, that's I mean, that's what I was gonna say about the 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 not so spectacular side of the game for me, is that uh, it's it's something that's that's all too common these days is when games are released unfinished and they have a lot of technical issues that are not addressed yet. I feel like does anyone do QA testing anymore? Is that just like not a thing? No. Every game these days like is released and it's like there's a bug. I think it's a certain like, point. So Spider-Man 2, I felt like at times just had like glitches that maybe could have been picked up in QA. There were a couple of times where like um, you know, Spider like Peter or Miles can do that like slide under move. And then if you press mm -hmm. square immediately, they do that like double kick. There's times where that wouldn't trigger because it it didn't recognize it for some reason. And there's times where like specific combos wouldn't really work. So I, I found it mostly in the combat is that there were little glitches and things like that. So there were times I felt like it wasn't as good as it could be, but it was nothing that really got in the way. Massively. You guys know this because I was sharing it in our group chat while we were playing the game. For the first like eight to 10 hours I was playing this game, my combat camera didn't work. So normally the camera will mm. turn with you as you're mm. fighting to focus on the guy you're targeting. I spent the entire first few hours, eight-ish hours or so, where my camera was fixed. And it wouldn't turn unless I turned it, which means I had to stop pressing the attack buttons to turn my camera so I can look at who I'm attacking and then go back to attacking. And it made it incredibly frustrating mm. to focus on who and what I was fighting and then it finally, like, I looked in the setting, I looked in the settings too, and I saw, oh, there is an option for cam combat camera, but it was on. So I turned it off, played for a little bit, nothing changed. Then I turned it back on, nothing changed. And then somewhere along the line, it finally just clicked and it started working. And I'm like, oh, sweet. Now the camera actually looks where I'm going when I'm attacking people. Did you guys get Spider Cube? No. Yes. I yes. heard about I that. But no. I couldn't get it. I tried. I did. I didn't oh, get man. it uh, as a like... swing swinger, uh, but I got it in. I got it in a menu. I I, I bought a, a new outfit for Peter, and and then he turned into Spider Cube, and I had to uh, quit the game. And and I so I was Miles at the time. I bought an outfit for Peter. I was about to go into one of the the Raven bases, and Peter turned into Spider Cube instead of the new out outfit. And I couldn't change to, to, to Peter <laughs> in the open world anymore after I left the Craven base. Can you just imagine somebody playing that? 
<laughs> I'm just like I'm sitting here thinking. I was like, can you just imagine somebody who's like not aware of like <laughs> that? It's a glitch. It's like, <laughs> what an interesting Peter gets costume the, Peter, get, Peter gets the new outfit, okay, and then he gets the symbiote outfit, okay, and then he gets the anti venom outfit. Oh my god, this is better. We definitely can't get another outfit. Wait, there's one more. Mm-hmm. Spider cube. Spider cube. <laughs> The untouchable dude, sweater cube. It, dude, it was great. Dude, combat with it had me rolling. I don't know how many of y'all were disappointed. There's got to be a bunch of freaking people disappointed out there. Because I want to hear what were y'all's thoughts was going to be the level 60 last outfit unlocked compared to what we got. I don't even know what it is, honestly. I didn't get it yet. The level 60 outfit was the freaking uh, inverted Tom Holland uh spider-man far from home suit uh, i was like why <laughs> <laughs> you had so many people you could uh, like spider-man unlimited would have been freaking sweet oh uh, dude like, like 90s spider-man why like dude, dude, that's that, that was in my head in they... my head i'm sitting there going through i'm like all right this is who we have i was like who do we got left i was like i was like all right there's gotta be. I was like, dude, they gotta reference like the old cartoons or something. No, no, it's yeah. another freaking Tom Holland. <laughs> like when you get to that point where you start unlocking all of Tom Holland's suits, no. and I'm just like, oh, yeah, there's another just... one. I was just so glad I got the suits that I wanted. I remember from our preview video, we had our wish list mm-hmm. that all of us wanted to see, and I just remember taking them all. We were like, Amazing Spider-Man two suit, yes, tick. Best. Ben Riley's alternate suit. Check. Ben Riley's first suit. Check. <laughs> the closest I got was the spider bot that had the Gwen, like Spider Gwen ghost skin. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's all I get. Yeah. Oh. No, no, no T Rex suit for you. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dan yeah, one of the Spider Rex. Uh, anyway, I think it's time that we move on to our closing thoughts here and give our verdicts yes. plus some future predictions and hopes for the, the series moving forward. Nick, why don't you uh, give us your final verdict on the game? You can include a score yes. as well. Well, I have already done that because I actually did a written review yes. uh, of the game for Couch Soup. Um, so spoilers for that, for what I gave it. But I personally, genuinely, I haven't changed my mind on this. I give this game a 10 out of 10 because I think it absolutely does everything that it sets out to. I think it's arguably already arguably the best superhero game ever made i think that it very much can challenge like i think arkham city would be the the, the next best i think that this game does exactly what it sets out to achieve and the only thing that can really that people can really say is kind of lacking is the open world in the sense that there's not that much content and that it's not that varied but that's not what they were trying to do with it and that's what i think is so great about this game is that every single one of those side activities does serve the story in some way something i was going to say earlier was uh that mission with howard uh with the pigeons when you have mm. to you have to like web wings pigeons off to a new home and that the the dialogue you have with howard kind of like you you, you kind of get the sense that howard's about to die is about to pass away and that moment of like flying the pigeons off to their new home, then coming back and finding that Howard's passed away. That's like, I don't know if this is intentional, but I feel like that's a symbolic representation of like 
Peter and Miles having to try and move on with their grief of losing Aunt May and Jefferson Davis. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a mission like that directly informs the story in terms of its themes. The, there's another side story with the missing grandpa who's at this monument by a lake and he's, he's talking about how he proposed to his wife who passed away a while ago. And he remembers someone that he lost, but he remembers like a happy memory, which kind of, again, it's a, it's a symbolic representation of Peter and Miles. They, they can still remember their, their lost ones, their loved, their lost mm -hmm. loved ones, but they can look back on their time with them fondly. So that's where I feel like the game side activities inform the story. They're not, it's not meant to be a big sandbox, a big open world. You know, I think that like IGN, who gave it an eight out of 10, their main criticisms was the open world. And I said, well, it's not really an open world mm -hmm. game. It's a story driven game. So that's my defense of that. But genuinely, I think it's just absolutely just, it's a masterpiece of a game. I feel like you took the word straight out of my mouth, honestly, because uh, it's like one of the small inconveniences like I thought of was like the open world and like, you know, how there isn't too much variety but then again it's like we're all freaking nerds man we beat this game in two days <laughs> like the normal player probably is going to take a few weeks maybe a few months to you know finish all this so maybe to them it is a lot of content sometimes you got to think of it from that perspective but like it it was everything that i wanted it to be and more um mm. like I, I wasn't disappointed to the point like yeah like which is uh, we had the, the funny things of, oh my God, I'm getting another MJ mission. <laughs> How's this going to turn out? <laughs> no. But it's like, it, like I said, it was, it was everything I wanted to be in more. And I like I couldn't have asked for a better Spider-Man game. Uh, I mean, yeah. like you, you had all the villains there, like with the inclusion of Carnage. I freaking love Carnage, man. <laughs> I felt, no yes. lie, he looked like Jake Paul, though. <laughs> 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 it freaking looks like, I was like, oh my God. Um, but it was it was so great because there's so many callbacks, man. You, like you had you had Yuri come back as Wraith, and I was like, dude, that's so freaking cool. Like the little like side uh, missions where you're just beating up people, and uh, you can either have Miles or Peter, like whoever you are, help you with fighting, and then you have sometimes Wraith will come in and help fight, and like you always try to give her a high five, and she leaves you hanging. Yeah, <laughs> it's like little details like that. I was like, dude, man, like I'm gonna keep coming back to this game. Yes, I've platinum it. Uh, but it's like between like the replayability, the photo mode, and just like I'm one of those people. It's almost like therapeutic of me to like just swing through the city. Like I don't know if you yeah. guys ever have that or not, but it's just like just swinging. Mm -hmm. It's I don't know. It's it feels good. It's nice. And uh, I mean, I I give it a ten out of ten. It's probably my favorite game so far this year. It'll be really hard to I think topple it because there actually has been a lot of good games this year. But it's it's definitely. Yeah. Putting some thought into it, it's probably my favorite so far. And you know, thick venom, thick, thick venom, <laughs> thick Daddy venom, Benick. all nineteen inches. I loved it. It's fucking great. I, 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 well, all I've said that that's annoyed me about it. It's still a lot better game than uh, Spider Man twenty eighteen. I one of my things on my wish list was the 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 side missions like linking towards a, a, another side villain like we got into in uh, Arkham Knight which has still hands down done side missions the best in any superhero open world game for, for me but we got a bit of that and I, I really enjoyed that um, um, little nod to the, the future in in those ones as well which we'll, I'm, I'm sure we'll go into um, 
love the traversal, love the story, acting's amazing. I mean, it it is an amazing game, an amazing Spider-Man game. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm really happy with it. It's not my favorite game of the year, but it's 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 up there. It's in the top three or four. And it is an open world game, Nick. I'm sorry, it is an open world game. It's it's a, it's a it's almost got a Ubisoft checklist. It's a definite open world game. No, Ooh, low, no, low blow. You don't need to climb nothing in a Spider Man. You, just... you do. You though. Just fast travel to it. No, you do not <laughs> fast travel to anywhere. No, hey, come on, you're triggering me now. It's, it's not fast travel. <laughs> I mean, Spider Man's gotten lazy, man. Like he's just mm. like oh, a swing there. Fast travel. Miles, check this out. <laughs> Web wings. Here we go. Web wings. And how much out of 10, Ian? Uh, nine and a half. Still really good. It's one of my favorite games of the year, and it's just not perfect. Perfect. Well, I definitely very much enjoyed my time with the game. It definitely uh, got me. It's got its hooks in me pretty early on, and I was like hooked from the beginning, and I couldn't stop playing it. Uh, for the like the two or three days it took me to get through the story and beat it, um, I definitely had some of my issues that, for the most part, didn't really affect or alter my feelings towards the game. Mostly, um, my biggest struggles and why I I'm go- I'm a little less as, as hyped as you guys are is more like it, it's mostly my I think it's a little bit of a burnout when it comes to open world games and or this kind of game i don't know i can't put my finger on it it's definitely the best spider-man game ever made it's definitely one of the best superhero games ever made and i agree that it's not really open world because you don't have to live in that open world like you do in most open world games you're not grounded to have to walk around and explore and get to all the little bits and pieces you just zip and fly and like you can literally just zip from any one waypoint to the next yes there are a bunch of ubisoft style waypoints or ubisoft waypoints whichever one you subscribe <laughs> to um but they're not as tedious they're not as mundane you can zip around in the city or if you're me and you realize hey there's an objective on the other side of the city that i haven't done yet boop fast travel and then we you just come swinging in you and take out that objective I've been swinging for three days straight. I, I can not swing for that little bit. It excites me when there's a 4,000 meter marker on my, on my map. I'm just going <laughs> to yes. straight away. How fast can I get there? You know? True. I mean, I used to do the same kind of thing in like Just Cause back in the day. Like I used to love Just Cause and it had a lot of the yeah. same mechanics. You could grapple like web sh- mm-hmm. swinging mm-hmm. and you could, you could web shoot or the, the, the flight suit yeah you could web wing in just cause it was the same thing (laughs) it was the early prototype of uh spider-man so go play just cause and blow (laughs) shit up um but i land more on a nine out of ten for the game um more just because like i acknowledge that this game is fantastic it's great it's easily one of the best games of the year for me personally there's just something that like i don't know it does a lot of things right especially when it comes to like the narrative games where I get very frustrated by a game that gets bogged down by narrative, but Spider-Man delivers all that narrative very smartly and it keeps the game moving and flowing. A lot of it happens like while you're swinging, while you're on the phone, you're not constantly getting sucked Mm -hmm. into like random cut scenes where you got to sit there and listen to people talk like, shut up and let me go swing. I want to swing. 
and I want to shout out like some of those side missions and the um, the interactions with like other co-op, like not co-op, but the other super peer people. The the black cat mission was really cool with the, Ooh, yeah. the oh, portal what, mm-hmm. uh, that portal item, and it was like I'm like yeah. looking at this thing. I'm like, this is very like Doctor Strange esque. And then of course they end that mission with a little note from Wang <laughs> saying like, Wong. hey, this yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Wong, not Wang. Wang Ninja. He's Wang, Wang now. Wang. The Wang. Doctor Strange. Wang with Wong. the Wang. Anyways, he leaves a little mi- note for you. Like, thanks, we were we were out of town. We need this. And like just it just whoop, just takes it back from Miles. I thought that was brilliant. Um, and I love the constant interactions. I still didn't have any of the Spider-Man actions together in the city. It only happened to me once. Really? One time. But I saw it more with Black Cat and um uh wraith yeah. raven wraith wraith yeah that yeah. was something that was something i was gonna say earlier is i i genuinely thought i had a, a glitch or something wrong with my game because if i do like in my 100 percent save file if i do free roam or open world with miles mm-hmm. i never get peter assisting mm. but if i free roam with peter i very often get miles assisting in the fight and i think that's a story thing because yeah. at the end of the story, obviously Peter's yeah. like semi-retired. I think that's a story thing. Because did you know that that Harry with his Agent Venom suit on can also assist in the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't that. even know that until my second playthrough when I was playing with Miles and then Harry assisted. I was like, "What the hell are you doing here?" But yeah, I definitely enjoyed a lot of those. There's a lot of things in the game that just put a big fat smile on my face. Um, mm. So yeah, there's definitely a lot of good fun to be had. So. I already know that the developer said that they want to do like a side game of Venom if fans want it. And it's like, yeah, of course we want it. Get going. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. How the fuck do you do that though now with that that story? I don't understand how how you do that. I've got a theory. (laughs) Oh, me. Pick me. (laughs) I've got a theory. I've got a theory. So in the flame side missions in the game, uh, it gets revealed right at the end that this guy who is, I think he's called The Flame, I think the leader or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of seen. His name, his name is never confirmed, but it we is? can pretty much just assume that his name is Cletus Cassidy. Yeah. He, they never confirm that it's his name. They never actually mm. give him an, I think he's even credited it as the, the Flame. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Cletus Cassidy. But he has a little piece of the symbiote uh, at the end of that story, which obviously sets him up to become Carnage. But what I think is going to happen is a little piece of that symbiote is going to break off and it's going to find... Uh, hopefully Eddie Brock, but I think it's going to find someone that'll um, reestablish Venom. I think it'll find Eddie Brock and he'll become more of an anti-hero. I think Eddie Brock will maybe be in a little bit more control. They did acknowledge Eddie Brock because like, there's a part in the story where Peter talks about Eddie. So yeah. it's like, oh, okay. All right. They could bring Eddie in. Yeah. yeah. Is there? Yeah, there's a cutscene. Just in dialogue. Wait, I don't even remember. I was trying to think if that happened in the story. In dialogue, did he say definitely. that like, he, he mentioned Eddie? Yeah, I guess yeah. when there was a dialogue where he mentions Eddie being like an ex-Bugle employee or something. Oh, almost certain. I, Interesting. Okay. I guess we have to replay it. To... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Ah, oh, gosh. Damn. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I have to. But I, but I do think, I do think mm-hmm. that uh, that whole Cletus Cassidy con is set up at the end of the side story with Wraith. I think that, I personally, I think that's what they're going to do for DLC. I don't know what you guys think about DLC. And we're definitely going to see uh, Chameleon, because Chameleon was set up uh, in the Craven missions. One of the yeah. Craven missions, I think it's the Hunter's Blinds. Mm-hmm. 
um, you get to see Chameleon's like hideout. And Chameleon is in the comics Craven's half brother, mm -hmm. and I think in the game I think he's like Craven's full mm -hmm. brother because it seems I think you see a no you don't see a family tree, yeah. but like they talk about it like oh it's his brother and Chameleon mm -hmm. dude yeah. Chameleon is super cool. I'm I don't very know anything about that him. character. You will. Yeah, mm -hmm. but we also know that Insomniac has confirmed that the next Spider-Man game will have uh, Miles as the main Spider-Man. Mm. They've confirmed yeah. that now. That I wanted to bring that up as a talking point because what do we think of that? I th I love personally. I love how they ended Spider-Man mm -hmm. Two and and Peter saying, "Listen, I'm going to step back and sort of ret semi-retire," and Miles is not taking the lead because Miles is such a good character in Insomniac games. Like in these in these two games, he's the MVP of the story, dude. He really is. I mean, come on. Yeah. He's just like I, freaking... I agree with it, and it's like give Peter his happy ending. But it's comics. Yeah. We know it's never going. <laughs> you know, in that next game, always gonna pull. He's, him he's back gonna in. get drawn back. He's gonna get pulled back in. I just, I'm getting I love this. the idea of that. I love the idea of Miles is like solo Spider-Maning it up, and he's doing really well. Everything's going but, great, and then Green Goblin and Doc Ock return. And then Miles is like, yo, dude, I need your help. And then Peter has to, like... He comes swinging in so... with a baby, like Peter B. Parker. Like, he's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah! So I think, honestly, in my opinion, I think... Well, don't get me started on that. <laughs> but in my opinion, I think it fully sets up for either the DLC or Miles gets his own separate game again. And that mm -hmm. explains why, oh, why don't I get to play as Peter? You know, it's just like... He's trying, like, I can see him being in, like, conversations. Like, do you need me? Do you need me? No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. Let me do my thing. Mm. So, like, I, I feel like it would be more kind of a, like a like an Oracle to Batman type of thing in yeah. future games. But I, I like the idea of, um like, Peter being, like, a civilian again, and then you'll be, like, at the grocery store getting, like, bread and milk or something like that, and then you'll see, like, police cars driving past, and you'll be like, oh, I should go. Oh no, Miles has got it. Miles has got it. And then he kind of starts feeling a little bit guilty. Like he's like, should I, should I go and do it? Like it's, I don't want to see it kind of be like an addiction thing where he like feels like he needs to save the day, but he feels like this inner turmoil of like, I have this great power. I should help Miles. I should do this. But like he's got to focus on his life. Yeah. So I think it's, it's, it sets him up nicely for like a story like that. He's got to pay that mortgage. Mm -hmm. That's a big mortgage. Four thousand dollars. So. Yeah, there's gonna be a third bodega cat out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. My thing here is that yes, they've confirmed that Miles Morales is the is the, is the new Spider-Man. Peter's taking break and stuff, but everything that they've teased is is villains that have beef with Peter and not Miles. Like, sure. like so you've got like Norman Osborn, Peter. Doc Ock, definitely Peter, doesn't have a fucking clue who Miles is. Um, you know, mm. Carnage, you can't play as Miles in in those in those missions. You have to mm -hmm. play as Peter. So everyone that's been teased um is is a Peter villain and not a Miles villain. I'm not saying that that, that it, it, they can't make it work, but the uh, the big teases are for Peter villains were. So I just doesn't I can't I can't see that yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's it's going to be that teething period in in the next game of of Miles trying to take on all those rivalries, and how they yeah. do that story will be quite big. And the thing, that, the crazy part about it is, it's like you can't wait to see the villains that are going to be in it. Like you killed off like half your yeah, villains know, in that game. I was like, holy cow! Man. I'm like, you killed off like the entirety of the Sinister Six almost. 
Yeah, I know. I love they did an interview. I think IGN did an interview with Brian Interhar, who's mm-hmm. uh, I think he's one of the producers at Insomniac Games, and they said like, like, do you have any villains left? You guys have used like no. Spider-Man's whole rogues gallery, and he's like, don't worry, we've got tons left. Yeah. I was like, okay, I trust you guys. Right. I mean, but it gives them a chance to step into a spotlight, make them more well known. Yeah. Which I mean, then get, people uh, will pick up a comic and go, like, oh, I want to read about this character who nobody cared for before. And Jared Leto reprises his role as Michael Morbius. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's a good one. That's a good one, though. I mean, that's a that's a villain. Yeah. Or was he Hydro Man? Totally. Hydro Man. The spot. Dude, but speaking of speaking of lesser known characters, we got Cindy Moon teased at the end of uh, in one of the post credit scenes, which, if you don't know, is another Spider Woman by the name of Silk. Mm. I think so. I think Miles in the next game is going to become like her mentor. And I think we'll be able to play, play with Cindy Moon, like as she's learning her powers. But that's an interesting one because Cindy Moon yes. got bit by the same radioactive spider that Peter Parker did in the comics. Mm-hmm. So maybe they change up her origin a little bit, but that's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see how she's incorporated. Yeah, I mean, the games typically have got their own narrative going on that's separate from the comics. Mm-hmm. So they, I don't think they're tied to that specifically. They can kind of do what they want. Yeah, they can they can switch things up. Like, what did you think? Like, I'll ask Jake specifically. What did you think of the anti venom and how they did it in this mm. game? Because it's obviously quite different. That, mm. I I honestly wasn't expecting it, but I go that made sense. You know what I mean? It like, made total was, sense. It made sense. I was like, dang. I'm like, I like. I started, I started thinking back. I'm like, was this why he was a character in the first one? Were they planning to do that in the second? And I'm like, oh, I already have him established. I was like, mm. that blew my mind. It's like, dude, no so freaking way. Because uh, no, Antivenom's its own, it's its own symbiote in the comics. It's like yeah. Venom. It's just like another symbiote. So I was like, that's yeah, that's such a cool blew, way they did it. I really, it, really it blew my cool. mind. Speaking of symbiotes, though, something I maybe I didn't catch it, but I was like, did they ever address really what happened? The opening scene, as soon as we hit start for the first time, mm. and you have the scene of Norman talking to Harry. And he and he said whatever and like he puts his hand on his shoulder and it comes the symbiote comes off of Norman it was, like, Harry. Supposed to be like, a, like a dream or something wasn't it? I I, th- I thought it had to be a dream. I thought it had to be. Mm-hmm. I'm like, did Norman have it the entire time? Like, does he still have some? Like, what's that's I that's what I was that was like, it was so crazy. It must have been a dream, surely, surely. Maybe still. I mean, the symbiote wouldn't the symbiote wouldn't go from a healthy body to a weaker body, like. I don't know. That was so trippy for me. I was like, what the, what the hell's going on? Must have been a dream. Yeah. Well, we know there's going to be another Spider-Man eventually. Hopefully there's going to be a spin-off, whether it's Venom or another Miles. I feel like a Venom I'm, spin-off would be more likely at this Venom, point. Venom, please. Especially My if it's like on a the Bodega Cats. <laughs> this, Bodega this, Cat game. I would love that. Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk, just, dude, it'll sell. It'll it sell. Come on. Bodega, Bodega Cat's Excellent Adventure. That's what it's called. I'm, with with Spider Cube in the background. Spider Cube. To be honest, I'm I'm not in the camp of wanting a Venom spinoff. I, I he's too powerful. Really? How, how do you give? How do you get a good villain for for Venom that is doesn't make you feel like a weak villain? From Venom. I, he was so powerful, Venom in the in the in this one. The, like two Spider Mans barely took him down. Oh, what's her name? Shriek? Shriek? Oh, yeah. Shriek? Nick might know. Shriek? Know, like from the Maximum want... Carnage? Yeah, Carnage's, like, girlfriend? Yeah. I mean, 
I can see that being a good thing. Well, the thing is, the thing is, Venom's only really strong in this game because he has the rock, uh, which is the asteroid that that like he mm. arrived on. And sense. after that's destroyed, I I don't think Venom's going to be as strong. That was kind of my theory is that he goes to Eddie Brock, but it's only a little piece of him, so he's still trying to gain his strength back. Um, and that's how they would justify like it, you know, RPG or skill tree is they say he's still gaining his powers back. But then also, he never gets as strong as he was because that, that rock was destroyed. I would say it could also justify why um, an Eddie Brock Venom in a sequel or spinoff would be less inclined to take over the world like he did in this game because mm -hmm. it's, not, it's never going to be able to do that. It's not powerful enough anymore because mm -hmm. the rock was destroyed. So now the yeah. current symbiote would be more focused on just surviving, which it needs a host mm -hmm. to do yeah. that. Yeah, okay. That's what I was thinking. I was okay, gonna say I'm, something else, but I forgot now. We I'm do just giggling because every time you mention, I'm sorry. Last thing, last thing. I need I'm something. Just, I'm just giggling over here because every time you said, you mention like the Rock, I'm like, oh, he doesn't have the Rock. That's <laughs> like the symbiote on Wayne the Rock Johnson. How cool. <laughs> the Rock. That actually sounds kind of cool. <laughs> that was. I just. I just remembered. I got. One, I got one more thing to say. I got one more thing to say. <laughs> There's. Uh, in the world of Spider-Man 2, there's a little thing. I didn't get, I didn't see this in my playthroughs, but I saw a video of it. There's like this little building you can walk into, and it's I think it's called the Hand. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that side of Marvel Comics very well, but I think it's called the Hand. I think it's something to do with Daredevil. And mm -hmm. interestingly enough, the game opened up where Dare, um, Matthew Murdoch's like lawyer agency, whatever, the plaque was blank. Mm -hmm. on his uh on his phone where it was and then in an update it now says matthew murdoch lawyer whatever again so do we think on any uh, kind well, of I, I know i saw some maybe daredevil I saw will some join people this talking universe? about it could be it could possibly be daredevil and or um iron fist because they both mm -hmm. fight the yes. hand yeah not the foot yeah the hand but something foot. else yeah. that, that Small, them to the turtles. I need a Insomniac Turtles game now. I think so. Insomniac should just make all the games now. They already are. They are making all the games. Yeah. Wolverine sometime soon, please. Eventually. I'm so excited for no Wolverine in the Spider Man game. That's okay. Yeah, I was hoping we'd see him. It's okay. I can wait. I was really hoping we'd see him, but I'm okay with it. All good. But yeah, uh, so yeah, we all very much enjoyed Spider-Man. If you care at all about mm. like open world superhero games, you'll definitely enjoy Spider-Man 2 as well. So go play it and enjoy. And, uh, play it now. <laughs> enjoy. Indeed. It's so pretty. All righty. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us for this Spider-Man-fueled spoiler cast. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Ian. And thank you, Nick. This has been Screen Smash, and we will see you all next week. Web wings. Web wings. Twitter bot. I have a wall right here. Every time I web wing, I hit my hand on it. You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on... The Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is, is it over yet? Reach is f***ed.
reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive? She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. There's the water on this planet. What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew? Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.